Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. So, welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, Cassidy, Gavin, Isabel, and of course Ashley and <laughs> myself are in the room um, as well. We had this really unique experience and opportunity, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. for sure. Um, so it's called the Elevate Empathy Circle, but now I'd actually like to hand it over to you to kind of piecemeal it together. Like, what was this thing? Um, what was it? What was your experience? Um, how'd you feel? Let's just leave it open like that. Sure. So I'll start off. Um, the Elevate Empathy Circle is or was um depending on if it continues or if it doesn't continue you know whatever it may be but it was a opportunity for community members um to come together in a circle and feel and listen and be heard there was 11 of us there um, okay. which That's was a pretty big number yeah That's which a was number. a good turnout um for what we expected just because when you hear like, hey, there's this free event for high school students, you're already gonna get a wall up somebody saying like, that's scary, that freaks me out, mm-hmm. I'm not going alone, you know, whatever. So what, I encourage- What freaks you out? What, 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 you- Not me personally. No, no, but, but, but none of that, yeah. the fr- you said free, I mean, I, was, was that a hesitation for anybody? I mean, not the free, but just not, like, like the fearful uncertainty? Fearful of what? Sure. Um, just of like the crowd that you would be with just because not everyone's comfortable with each other Um, putting yourself out of your comfort zone is always kind of a rocky thing to start off on it's not easy to make that jump so that's before you continue that's kind of what i want to get at is like did you have a sense coming into it that you'd have to be vulnerable or that you'd have to or was that a, a concern just for isabel or for the two of you as well yeah, I don't know if <clears throat> I don't know if that's necessarily a concern, but I'd say definitely like the biggest thing for me was just like the uncertainty kind of of what was happening because it wasn't sure. like we didn't have a ton of information beforehand of what was going to be happening. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like here's a thing, come to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was like yeah, that kind of like uncertainty of what's actually going to be happening there if we mm-hmm. go. Can you speak to that too, yeah. Gavin? So when I heard about it, I was a little nervous. It's not something I've done before kind of like just going in there a little blind and just doing it and seeing what people said, listening to people, what people said, and like if they needed something to be there for them later, for like anyone who said anything. Mm -hmm. So that was nice. Can you guys give me an example of something like, obviously not that was said, but like Mm -hmm. maybe like a how did it work? Did someone ask a prompting question and then you sure. answered it? Or, like, how did that go? Yeah, so through um, through the class, if you will, um, we had a series of events. So we first um, started off with, like, a few rituals, um, a few meditation practices, and, uh, like, different elements that went in with that. So the first thing that we did... Um, all of us, we came into the room before we even started. Each of us got in a line, and the person was in front of you. The person in front of you had to wash your feet. Now, automatically, I was like, what? Like, no. Like, don't. This is, this is so weird. 
weird, but when we actually like got into the purpose of what it meant, it was it was so like I was so vulnerable in that moment because I was like, okay, here's this person who's washing my feet that I hardly know, and they're repeating these words to me. So we had a card next to us um, as they were washing our feet, just saying like, I'm here for you, my soul is with you. Exactly. So. Um, that's how we started off, and that in itself was, like, a really, like, really nice open door. Like, here we are together, here we all, like, are as one, and we're all connected, and, like, in this space, you are safe, and you are vulnerable, and all that. Did you, would you have said that, too, Gavin? Yeah. Would you, you say it was really open to door, or did you feel like it was concerning, or how did that... Feet washing. When I went in, I heard and I was like, whoa, this is like, out of, not out of my comfort zone. Like, I was like, oh, okay, I'll do it. So I like went to the back of the line next to Joe <laughs> and Jacob. And then I saw Jacob kind of looking around I'm like, hey, Jacob, I'll go behind you. And he's like, you already knew what I was doing. You're going to the back of the line. So I felt comfortable washing his, but I was like, okay, I took a shower this morning. My feet are clean. They're fine. So <laughs> anyone who's wash my feet, they're fine. So I went in. He washed my feet. And then I was like, oh, whose feet am I going to wash? So Isabel's mom, Mrs. Mrs. Donnelly, started the line out, but she didn't get her feet washed, so I washed her feet. And I know her well enough, so it was fine to wash her feet. Yeah. So it was a cool experience. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was definitely weird, like, going in, like, just, like, hearing that. Actually doing it in practice, I don't think it was that weird. But, I, yeah, I agree that... It was not only just the feet washing, but just kind of everything we did with, like, the meditation and, like, doing all of that stuff. Like, I think that was definitely, like, as we were doing it, I was kind of like, oh, this isn't what I was expecting. I thought we were going to be, like, sharing stuff and talking. Like, this isn't that. But then it ended up, like, I think that definitely opened doors to making us more feel more vulnerable and more willing to share with each other and more, like, connected to each other. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we had just gone in there and been like, okay, now let's talk. Right, yeah. Like, it would have been a little awkward yeah. and there wouldn't be such a smooth transition into mm-hmm. those things without those practices and those rituals, yeah. for sure. You can more easily get to an, uh, a deeper place if you've shared <laughs> that connection than just being that, hey, okay, share this, just share with me, just let's go. And... Um, when you do these kind of rituals or when you do when you when you do something tangible and physical that's vulnerable then i think it's more easy to it's easier to tap into the emotion of that's vulnerable too right um and so i think one of the purposes of of that what a great way to start that's really an interesting idea and you know that connectivity of not only touching someone but also repeating that um, kind of mantra of I'm connected to you and I your my soul is with mm-hmm. you and that's definitely goes along with your mom's episode for sure mm-hmm. I can definitely see that happening um, so that was step one the meditation and the feet washing and all of the different right. rituals what was step two um, well we share we shared names and kind of like why we came there you know what was going on that even brought us there in the first place how we were feeling and then eventually a small meditation a a longer meditation yeah we went to a small one took a break and then we got if we needed more cushioning we got more cushioning if we're sitting down next to each other in a circle with our knees touching together so we were all one 
What's the value it, of doing yeah, something it, uh, like this? You know, I keep thinking of the cynic. I had such an amazing time there too, <laughs> and like such a great, such an important time where it's like, really everybody should do this. Yeah. Uh, but I guess the cynic would have to like realize that they have to go out of their comfort zone to do this. Then they would see that they could enjoy it. Maybe it is for them. But maybe they're denying it to themselves that, hey, this is not what I like to do. But if they do go out in there and do it, then they could realize that they like it. And then they'd be fine with it. Yeah, and I feel like a big part of the value of it is just, like, kind of connecting to people and hearing people's stories in a way that you wouldn't usually be able to. Because especially it wasn't like it wasn't like we were just sitting there with, like, our closest friends. Like, a lot of people I had barely even talked to before then. So it's like... It's kind of an environment that you wouldn't usually be in, and you usually wouldn't hear these people's stories. Uh, and I think it kind of helps you to uh, kind of like imagine them more complexly and kind of have more kindness towards others, because it's easy to, like, people that you spend a lot of time with, it's easy to kind of be like, oh, of course, yes, they are people, and they have these feelings, and this is their story because you know them. But for just, like, people you don't talk to, mm -hmm. that can be a lot harder to do. Mm -hmm. Eye-opening, for sure. Yeah. Um, can you speak to the place you were in walking in that door and the place you were in as you were walking out the door afterwards? That's a really great question, actually. I love the way that you just said that, because as soon as, like, I heard you say that is, well, first we started off with that first thing, and I was, like, really uncomfortable, and, like, I was a little, like, frustrated, because I'm like, Mom, why are we washing each other's feet? That's weird. <laughs> and then, like, coming out of it, like, I gave everyone a hug before I left. I'm like, I, I just, like, feel you and your presence, and I appreciate, like, everything that you have said and everything that you contributed to this group. So going in um, was definitely, like, the complete opposite of when I left the room just because I felt like more enlightened I felt more um, connected with the people that I didn't know and that in itself is like a beautiful feeling so did you guys learn anything about yourselves uh, I don't know necessarily if like learned something but I guess it kind of did bring a realization of like how I know I guess like how much I am like worrying about things during the day or stressing the day because that was definitely a time of just like being able to be completely relaxed yeah. and not <clears throat> and not have to worry about anything except for what was happening like right then yeah. and so then it was kind of like a, oh I don't usually feel this way so mm -hmm. that it like kind of the mm -hmm. absence of that kind of shows you what usually is there yeah that's powerful yeah. actually so what is usually there for you, I mean, in your reflection, then Cassidy, like what's usually there that you were able for just a couple hours to dump or get rid of? Uh, I mean, I don't know, like specifically. I was sure. thinking, like, just like stress and worries, and like thinking about what you know, what I'm gonna be doing tomorrow or the next night, or oh, the homework I have to do or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that was just, yeah, a moment to not think about any of that and just focus on what was happening right then. When we were, I think it was the middle of it, it was like the long one where we were laying down and we were, we were like take, we were going through like breathing exercises and it was like you have to like empty out your mind and that was like at that moment you could feel on what you were stressing out on, like you could, like it was like empty everything out, think of something else, think of like this certain thing, but then you could feel like the other things going through your head that, was dist that were distracting you. 
to think not think of the thing that you're supposed to think. If that makes sense. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. But you could like feel it like pushing, trying to go back into your mind to worry about it, but you weren't supposed to. <laughs> you were supposed to have an empty <laughs> mind. But yeah. it was trying to go back inside, and you were trying to push it out and just keep it out for the time. Mm -hmm. The things that you learned and this ability to have a space um, where you can completely relax, how are you going to take those things and implement them into your day-to-day -day life now that you have this sensation that I do need time for myself to relax? Well, like personally, uh, like me and Claire, cause my friend Claire was there also, we uh, had said like how much we enjoyed it and we think we're, I think like this weekend we're going to go do like some, go to like a meditation class kind of a thing. Because um, we like really enjoyed it, and we decided we wanted to do more of that. That's so right. cool. Yeah, so I think something like that. Also, uh, on a more like that's kind of more personally, but also in kind of like the empathy realm mm -hmm. of things. I feel like it does just like reinforce how important it is to talk to people and have like actual conversations that aren't just like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah. Okay, uh, you know, so you can kind of start to understand other people better. And because everyone, even though we didn't know all these people. Uh, it became very clear, like, oh, they all have stories and they all have things that talk about, uh, and so that's kind of just keeping in mind that, like, everyone you see has a story. Yeah. For sure, and to not, and to not, I mean, when you know that, then you'll back off. I, I always feel like what we just need to do sometimes is, like, just back off. Let them have their life. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. be, be there. I mean, don't be distant, but also, like, don't jump on something. No. I mean, you know somebody's got a story. Yeah. Just don't don't take advantage of that. Don't throw it in their face. Just let it be. I mean, we all have it, so let it go. I mean, it's mm -hmm. not doing anybody any good to to, to poke at it. Mm -hmm. You know that that story, or or likely you don't know the story, which really becomes the the other responsibility is that. We need to share our stories yeah. if people if we're going to have people. Now, of course, that's vulnerable and challenging and all that, but mm -hmm. I really believe people wouldn't poke at us or wouldn't poke at our, our stories if we let them be heard. Do you have advice for somebody who's looking to go and do something like this or any advice coming out of this experience? Um, my only advice would be don't be afraid uh, to test your limits or, you know, go out of your comfort zone because, like, all these people were curious enough to find out and not one person said that they didn't benefit from it. So it's not going to hurt you to try. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. Uh, yeah, I think also uh, to embrace... And like to embrace the uncomfortableness or the awkwardness, I guess, because mm -hmm. I know, uh, like when you're washing your feet, for each other's feet, for example, it was a thing where it was like the person's feet that I washed, I instantly was like, okay, now I feel like I can sit here and have a conversation with you better than any like, you know, oh. icebreaker that we do in school sure. where you have yeah. like a page full of questions to ask them or something. Yeah. yeah. You I know, know, and it wasn't even like a thing of it's like, oh, this is so. It wasn't necessarily the ritual of it. I feel like it was more just the like. Oh, Act. we both feel really awkward right now, but yeah, we can just sure. laugh about it yeah, and be like, okay, whatever. It, put and it aside, this, then yeah. start your conversation. Could you speak just a, just a touch about mm -hmm. um, what it was like to hear them? I, 
I guess you got to hear like what they were going through. They may show happiness on the outside, but like deep down they may be like stressed, a little sad to themselves. Maybe when they go home they're not the same person as they are showing in school. Mm-hmm. For some of the people that shared, yeah. you got to hear that. Yeah, I also think it was nice to hear, oh, not like nice per se, but uh, hearing people tell their stories that are things that maybe not everyone can relate to completely, because I feel like usually we only share things that we're like, 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 oh man, I have this big test and I didn't study for it, whatever, because we know everyone around us can relate to that, and it's not like something where someone's going to be like, oh my gosh, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, but so kind of hearing people's stories that you wouldn't normally hear and kind of like more serious things, I guess, that people wouldn't normally share to you in just like a casual conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if finally, but the next question is why is that uh, nice? I know you said, well, not nice, but why is that important? Or why is that insightful? Insightful. Um, <laughs> I guess because you kind of get to see what's. I don't know, I guess, like, personally, for me, since the only thing I see of other people is maybe these, like, surface-level problems, but I see my own, like, you know, oh, this problem is so much, it's easy to be, it's easy to say, oh, my problems are so much worse than all these other people's because you don't hear their problems, you don't hear their stories, so hearing that other people also have stories and things that are going on in their lives that you know, maybe you can relate to, or even just relate to in, like, just the hardness of it, Mm -hmm. uh, is, I feel like, comforting for yourself, and also allows you to treat the other people maybe with more kindness. And I feel like I've learned so much, and I'm looking forward to a potential next circle. Yeah, we gotta do it. Yeah, I would love it. So... Well, thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thanks for being on the, uh, the Share Chair podcast. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for the next episode. And don't forget to submit works of art and writing to our website to spread a little more empathy.